0: Good evening. Welcome to this edition of the Richard Urban Show. I'm your host, Richard Urban, coming to you from Historic Harpers Ferry, West Virginia. We bring you news and views from God's point of view. Tonight's episode is, Was Justice Antonin Scalia Murdered? New Evidence. I'd like to start with a scripture reading. Today's reading is from the Daily Inspiration. You can find the inspiration at inspiration.visionroot.org. Revelation chapter 12. A war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels were fighting against the dragon and its angels. But the dragon lost the battle. It and its angels were forced out of their places in heaven and were thrown down to the earth. Yes, that old snake and his angels were thrown out of heaven. That snake who fools everyone on earth is known as the devil and Satan. Then I heard a voice from heaven shout, Our God has shown his saving power, and his kingdom has come. God's own chosen one has shown his authority. Satan accused our people in the presence of God day and night. Now he has been thrown out. Our people defeated Satan because of the blood of the Lamb and the message of God. They were willing to give up their lives. The heavens should rejoice together with everyone who lives there, but pity the earth and the sea. Because the devil was thrown down to the earth, he knows his time is short, and he is very angry. And my comment, Richard, this is applicable to the time right now. Satan and his minions have been very active, and their time will be short. Welcome. I'd like to share tonight about a very serious topic, obviously, Um, this spiritual wickedness at the highest places, and, and this has come into this earth and it's being now exposed. I'd like to thank Lynn Wood for sharing these videos. This is a video of a whistleblower who actually revealed that there was this discussion among the Supreme Court justices, specifically John Roberts, about actually murdering the other justices. And when you put this also in the context that many people think, and it seems like Justice Anthony Scalia was murdered on February 13, 2016, under very strange circumstances, he died in Texas, then it's really quite shocking. So I'd like to just um, play this video now.
1: Epstein and Supreme Court Justice Roberts Initially would have met, or how that relationship would have developed. How they would have met. Uh, I think he
2: met when uh, he was uh, under Bush, uh, not too long after he was uh, appointed, Mm -hmm. uh, somewhere along there. Just a a basic meeting, powerful people, something like that. He did help him with his adopted children, uh, from what uh, was said there, and what was, you know discussed openly in this uh, little dirty trick squad. The children are are not genetically brother and sister, but they're raised that way, so that's more valuable to them. Uh, One, if not both, were originally from Wales, but they were in the Epstein channels and were easily removed from their version of foster care to Ireland, which has much more open adoption type records. And he facilitated this for Robert, so he could adopt them both at the same time. There's a little gap, but it was just paperwork, and that was him. Uh, Epstein had done that for him, so uh, they they met, they worked together, and he was doing favors at some point.
1: Was this something uh, Supreme Court Justice Roberts would have paid for, or is this a a favor exchange to Epstein to link up with these children?
2: Uh, I don't know at that point. Uh, it's, it's possible it could be either one. one. I don't think there would be a payment at that point. It's more for his position. There would be something in mm-hmm. type of favor. But I don't know either one that was done. He facilitated it. Mm-hmm. Was there a payment? Was there a favor? I can't say.
1: Okay. Uh, can you can you go into any more details on Supreme Court Justice Roberts with these children and the circles that he ran in, as far as you're mm-hmm. aware? Uh,
2: Children are often used as a commodity, a way to buy yourself into certain inner circles. And these people are all wealthy, they're all powerful, and they don't trust you unless you're as compromised as they are. So you, you provide children to them, your children, adopted children, whatever. This is how they trust you. You're as dirty as they are. You cannot be exposed because you, you can't expose them, they can't expose you. If everybody's just as dirty, you know you're safe. And like I said, this is a way for them to buy their way into these inner circles and get access to whatever the children are, the payment and
1: the dirt and the control. Now, who else would we want to talk to? Or is there any additional documentation that we could pursue to solidify what you're saying here today? The FBI has
2: copies of the videos from the FISA surveillance. Uh, the it was discussed, but I can't prove it, that Roberts had a copy. Uh, Rod Rosenstein certainly has a copy. Uh, Sean Henry of CrowdStrike, who was FBI at the time, uh, he took two copies back to the FBI with him. So the copies were made, and then uh, it was actually Sean Bridges who encrypted them and gave them the keys. So there are copies out there.
1: And who would be on these tapes uh, most likely, as far as from your conversations in the, the trick Squad? from uh, from just those tapes, I was talking about the copies. Mm-hmm. That would be Robert's, or excuse
2: me, uh, uh, those would be you know, Pence and his two lovers and the younger ones. Uh, they were also, um, they would do the same thing, uh, illegal surveillance, or sometimes if I spoke, this was mostly in the country, illegal surveillance with um, Robert's children and whomever they were with. Mm-hmm. When they'd set it up. They knew that they weren't going to be exposed because. These, Justice Roberts' children. And please keep in mind that these children have been abused since birth and don't want anything else happening. They've already lived through hell. They don't need anything else. But they were, again, loaned out for these different groups and they did surveil many of them.
1: Now, you also have said in past, in past discussions <clears throat> that there was a, a plot that Roberts was allegedly a part of, where they discussed murdering other judges on the Supreme Court under a Hillary Clinton administration. Can you give me some amplifying we'll details on that? This is something the FBI sent out under their
2: guidance from the political people. There's going to be a false flag. Uh, this has gone out two years almost before the election. And it was a, a sovereign citizen group, Obama did not want any terrorism unless it was white terrorism. So this is a sovereign citizen group that the FBI had infiltrated and armed and instigated against other targets. They were, for the most part, uh, pro-America, but they were racist in some of their origin, uh, origins. They were, uh, a lot of them were divorced fathers with a grudge against the court system anyway, and the FBI people had infiltrated and exploited this. They moved them up to the level of uh, assassinating federal judges, uh, political people, uh, things like that. You know, with the names, I can can tell you. Uh, So anyway, uh, part of their plot was um, various types of attacks on the Supreme Court to uh, take out as many judges as they could. Uh, Roberts was aware of this. He actually provided uh, some scheduling, so apparently the justices are not all there at one time. They come and go as they please and these three would be working on something, these three, and he provided this to uh, the group so they could finalize their plans. They were very, very close in what they were trying to do. Uh, They were given explosives, all types of automatic weapons. They had rocket launchers and they were very close to it. They were going to uh, assassinate uh, Epidemic Sailors, Federal Judge of Massachusetts, Martha Coakley, uh, Lisa Monaco and her family they were going to make that look like a home invasion and film it until later when they needed it. And this was their initial attack plan. And then it was the same people. He was a, uh, a backup plan. He was their biggest threat. I mean, the most conservative justice. Uh, justice Scalia, uh, actually, I believe he found out about this. The, the plans, uh, he went to the White House like a week before his death. I believe he found out what they were trying to do. When they moved uh, away from the overall attack of where these people lived, or uh, a big attack around the holidays when more than one justice would be in their home, things like this, and again, Roberts was providing this, but uh, they had to take him out. He was seen as their biggest obstacle. So the same basic group that was involved were uh, given access uh, to the ranch where he was found. Uh, They talked about how they did it, they had a couple different options, but it was discussed prior to his death, what they intended to do, where they could possibly do it, how they could do it, who they would need. Uh, The records are there at the uh, Ceebelow Ranch. Uh, One person was brought in, there was three men, Uh, one person was brought in as a tent worker, the other two, same team, were brought in as servants from a group that was there hunting. And uh, they discussed how it was done, uh, that uh, they used dimso, dimethyl suboxide, which is a fairly inert chemical, just goes through your skin. But if you mix it with a poison or a drug or something like that, it'll go directly into your system and overload you. I believe that's why he was found with the pillow over his face. He was struggling to breathe. He couldn't breathe. He was choking. And this particular chemical you can tailor to the person. If they have a drug problem you can put fentanyl in it and overdose them if they have a heart condition. It would take very little to go directly in and be like a direct injection into the heart. Then uh, they uh, they talked about how they did it and Roberts is on the phone uh, with these people discussing the uh, successor. He wanted a say in it because now it was only going to be one person. He wanted to pick that person and he wanted to say in who was going to take it. And Of course, there was a lot of people that were talking about Eric Holder taking it, all kinds of people. But he wanted to say who was going to take over, uh, Justice Scalia's spot. And uh, I don't think he got it. I mean, obviously it didn't happen because uh, President Trump was here. But uh, he he did want it, and this was all prior to discussions, and him complaining that he wasn't getting any say prior to his death, his son's death.
1: So it was well known. And so aside from, the, aside from Roberts being waiting on this, did Rosenstein or anyone outside of the White House, had they been made aware of the plans, perhaps in Hillary's camp, that you could speak about?
2: Well, Hillary and Obama knew about it. I mean, it was supposed to be done under her watch, her mm-hmm. first term, so that they could pack the court. They were fully aware of uh, Rod has an intense hatred of Hillary, even though he worked with him and had to. He's not fond of Obama, really. He's only fond of himself. But this was plans that they enacted through them. And Rod was integral in
0: running the hammer system through Baltimore. So this video is really shocking. I mean, I think it's credible. I mean, these are allegations, obviously. But everyone needs to hear this. And um, it would have been great if... um you know, some of these things could have been revealed, you know, President Trump could have released some of these things. or But they still, uh, nonetheless, need to come out. So, I mean, what is going on here that we have this, you know, wickedness at the highest levels of the land? Well, we saw, as we see, as we know, a couple of weeks ago, that, you know, some 80% of the Congress people, for instance, didn't even vote to investigate election fraud. So how are these topics all connected? Like the, um, you know, implication of the, that he knew about um, this and was implicated in talking about the murder of justices and then uh, Scalia apparently heard about that and was actually murdered. Wow, I mean, and then you see how Justice Roberts did not investigate the election fraud, you know, ruled against, Churches in Nevada and so many other bad decisions recently. So I mean, it's just shocking, and to think that you know he would be involved in abuse of children, and then Michael Pence is mentioned in there that he's some sexually compromised with women, and I mean these are just shocking things. But then we see, wow, Mr. Pence, uh, former Vice President Pence, he you know was um didn't stand up to investigate election corruption. And, um, wow. And I talked about that, you know, recently, as you know, in the number 88 video, um, that he is representing, a, like, a failed view of or type of Christianity in the sense that he's not standing truly on God's side. So, I mean, the... As you know, um, I've been talking about in our 10 part series about absolute good sexual ethics. And when you think about the root of corruption, it really does go back to sexual ethics. So the godly sexual ethics is a man and a woman centered on God, blessed in marriage by God, you know, with children, with the three generations, you know, grandparents, parents, children. And that, of course, is God's ideal, but we see that this assault on that you know, with all the homosexual marriage, so-called marriage, and all these, these things that are happening and that have been happening since the Supreme Court decision in, you know, 20, um, o- Obergefell in 2015, uh, and all those things happening. So we really have to be aware of this and speak out against sexual corruption. So the thing about, like, uh, Biden now, he's, you know, totally on board and Obama was too, of course, under his administration, is when the Obergfeld thing came down. And now all these things wanting to confuse the you know, sports with men, people of different genders, you know who claim they're a different gender than their biological sex, and all kinds of incredible confusion. And this is all uh, absolute insult to God, and it's totally unacceptable, as I've been pointing out. So, I mean, it is really very, 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 very um, shocking, you know, to hear these things. And also, we saw back in 2016 that, you know, John Podesta, Hillary Clinton's campaign manager, had made some um, reference to a murder, what do you say, a political murder, so-called wet works, in his email three days before uh, Scalia was, was murdered. So um, in light of this new evidence, we can see that, you know, that that is all connected together. So now all this wickedness does stem ultimately from bad sex, sex outside of marriage, homosexual sex, all kinds of bending of God's laws. And then that manifests, you know, on the earth in the fact through blackmail, through extortion. Because people who do those things then join a club of extortionists and blackmail. And so, of course, they don't want to reveal or have revealed that those things have occurred. But now they're being revealed. And and I do want to pray for the very brave whistleblower who made the videos that we just watched. So this is kind of like an alt-reality. It's, in other words we're thinking we're operating, you know, based on principles or values. I think as a Christian, as a person of God, I'd like to think, you know, the world's operating or should operate on values of goodness. But then we see at the highest level, this wickedness and corruption. And so we see that it really all does come back down to the family, that the family has to be restored, that we have to reject all kinds of of uh, things that would attempt to destroy the family, like, you know, homosexual marriages, for instance, like reducing the age, and, you know, this is not just about so-called homosexual, quote-unquote, marriages, but reducing the age of consent. You know, people want to make it okay to have sex with little kids. I mean, there used to be, before the politically correct era, you know, they called that the man-boy love association. That's when, you know, homosexual men were bashful about the fact that they took a liking to children. Of course, that had to go under the rug with the promotion of the so-called marriage, but it's not really marriage. I mean, studies have shown that, you know, the average so-called married, you know, I guess male homosexual, you know, once they show they have like eight different partners in a year, if you. If you would even, first of all, you can't have partners not opposite sex for obvious reasons, according to God's laws but and the laws of nature. But apart from that, to have sex with like eight different people. So this is a complete obfuscation of an alt reality the reality of the way God created things. And, you know, it has to come out now. So, I mean, there's a lot of corruption going on and this all these kind of corruptions has come out now in our face on our face with all the covid fraud and agenda i'm going to do an update on that soon but do check out my part my eight part series the great fraud the covid 19 agenda and pretty much everything i was saying back in march is true you know the fraud has been perpetuated further and further and now it's even you know, been used to perpetuate the whole election fraud. And I do also want to tie this in with election fraud and the fact that, you know, why am I saying we're living in this all reality? Well, first of all, most people aren't aware of this extreme wickedness and corruption. We almost like to not believe it, you know, and that Jeffrey Epstein is somehow connected to John Roberts. In fact, uh, John Roberts appears on Jeffrey Epstein's fright logs. So it seems like, according to this video, that very well might be the John Roberts. Go figure. So, I mean, we see this wickedness and corruption in the high places, highest places. And it, it is corruption of ethics and morals, specifically sexual ethics and sexual morals. So I do encourage you to check out my series on, you know, the family root in absolute sexual ethics. And that is on um, a series on the landmark speech given by Reverend Samuel Young Moon, with uh, ten different guests that I had on the show talking about those top the family root and absolute sexual ethics, which is the model for God's absoluteness, peace, and the global kingdom. So this is really the root of the whole um, core of the situation, and I do recommend you check out the principle or the principal teaching on the fall of man, which explains that the very root of the problem of uh, sexual morality is the fact that the fall of man was a sin of premature sexuality. So that affects everything. And we see how that this same push for the LGBTQ and the um, teaching young children, even as young as kindergarten, that's okay, different kinds of sexuality are okay which is the agenda of the Secus group, Sexuality Information Educational Council US, founded by Planned Parenthood founder Mary Calderon. So those agendas are coming, like I was saying, even right in here in West Virginia. It's not just in uh, big cities, but all over the place. And if we're not aware, then our children are being taught these things, and then we wonder why things are such a mess. And even, you know, not so long ago, Two decades ago, everyone agreed, hey, children shouldn't be having sex. Well, most parents, a great majority would still agree with that, but that's not what you're finding in these curricula. So we really have to fight against this corruption that is a moral corruption. And then the other thing is corruption of money. So we see people like Mitch McConnell who are conflicted, as I mentioned, you know, previously, because like his wife is, you know, doing business in China and so many other people, and then even um, Pelosi uh, appointed Eric Swalwell, who's literally in bed with communist spy. I mean if that doesn't tell you something about the corruption there, I don't know what what will. So do um, share this video and I'm going to also talk about there are a couple other videos by saying whistleblower talking about Seth Rich I done two or at least two videos or three about him during the 2016 election cycle. That's the young man who was murdered, Um, you know, uh, and I pointed out at that time that I believed and pretty much Julian Assange said without saying that he had leaked the, um, you know, emails to WikiLeaks. I think he was sick of all the corruption. So you see this incredible corruption, you know, in high places. And the fact that, you know, under Clinton, they were going to actually target and murder judges I mean, that that's incredible. And the fact that that even, you know, even happened under Obama with Scalia, you know, it's alleged, of course, but we, now we have this whistleblower who's risked his life to bring this out. So we really need to focus on family ethics and moral ethics and teaching our children, you know, right sexuality, meaning, you know, sex with inside marriage and between a man and a woman, you know, that's the most healthiest thing. and to reject the agenda promoting all kinds of deviant sexuality to our children, which is unhealthy and un- makes makes for unhappy families and unhappy children. So we really do have to look out what is best for them and really fight against these activists' agenda and look at what is reality. So I don't accept the reality that Biden is president. So is he president? I mean, yes, uh, As far as we know, he's president. But the thing about it is he's a false president. And I don't accept the reality that there can ever be business as usual until it's cleared up that the fraud that went on, and it has to be prevented from happening. Otherwise, we're living in a deceived world. Like if we think, you know, for instance, knowing what we now know about John Roberts, and I don't know about the other justices, presumably some of them were involved in this too, or at least he was involved in it this discussion that you know pretending that you are gonna get proper decisions from such a court or thinking that we can just have business as usual no we can't have business as usual you know it's like the red pill and the blue pill I mean are we going to look at what really is reality you know and realize that we have this wickedness and corruption sexual corruption and corruption of money and just corruption in the highest places? Can we just act like things are normal? Like, to me, the Congress's greatest responsibility should be, you know, integrity, should be protecting the um, founding principles of our country with integrity. But yet, 80% of the congressmen, senators, and um, representatives in the national level didn't even vote for investigating election fraud. What about at the state level? I think that, excuse me, at the upcoming, you know, legislative session here in West Virginia, we need to make sure we're not using these voting machines—not just Dominion, but other ones that are connected to the internet. We use Clarity Elections here in West Virginia. That needs to be stopped. They're apparently connected to this whole uh, Cytel company and use some of that corrupted software. We need to, you know, make sure that all the election election um, accounting needs to occur at the state and local level, and not be, you know, submitted to the Internet, through the Internet and God knows where, so it can be corrupted. And that's absolutely 100% essential. Also, it caused huge waiting time at our polling places. They had, like, only four machines and can only, you know, handle, like, 35 voters in an hour. It's ridiculous. Whereas before, they used the paper ballots as much faster. And it makes sure also that any tabulating equipment they do use is, is reliable, and certainly not using these uh, corrupt electronic systems. That's 100%. Otherwise, how can we trust anything if we're just acting like, hey, things are normal, when they're completely corrupted, like acting like, oh, we have President Biden. No, we don't. We have a fraudulent president. Oh, we have a, a congressman who are of integrity. No, we don't. 80% of them are not of integrity. Thank God for the 20% who are of integrity. Oh, we have state legislators who are of integrity. Well, not necessarily. Not even one of the six states could the legislature send the correct electors and actually uh, you know, ascertain to send the correct electors to the credit of Georgia, I believe, Arizona, and um, I think Michigan are still investigating. But no, we can't just accept that. We have to get back, have to have integrity, and it starts with the family, but we also have to demand that of our officials And, you know, that's where the rubber hits the road, in our families. So we have to, uh, you know, demand that also on the societal level to support the integrative families. Because that is centered on God, and it's to make a healthy society, a healthy future for our children. So thank you for listening. This is Was Justice Anthony Scalia Murdered? New Evidence. And do be blessed, and we will see you next time.